Hello. <laughs> hey, it's us again, talking to you at the contest. <laughs> Before we start the episode, we want to remind you that we are currently running a contest from now until the end of February. So, to enter the contest, um, go leave us a review on iTunes. If you've already done that, thank you, and you can enter with the information that you left before. So, go to clearheadsfullheartsplusboost.com slash contest, fill out the form that's there with all the information, and you could win one of two... Uh, Friday Night Light zines by um, they're made by Melissa Mendez who's like a zine illustrator they're really cool you can see them on our Twitter or on our Instagram cool that's it right that's it thanks okay enjoy the episode hey <laughs> All right, welcome back to Clear Eyes, Full Hearts Plus Booze, the podcast. It's us again. It's me. That's Mary. <laughs> and that's Katie. And we're bringing you uh, um, the Washington Times <laughs> favorite <laughs> podcast. Best reviewed podcast of 2017. Yeah, according to the Washington Times. Um, I thought it was the Washington Post, but it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> We did not make the Washington Post. <laughs> Close, though. Um, so, we are talking about season three, episode two, and we have our friend Allison back. Allison Davey, you remember her from season one? The murder cabin, sex cabin. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We've gone from murder sex cabin to sad to, stuff about Grandma Saracen's... To haunted plantation. <laughs> yeah. Grandma Saracen's dementia getting even deeper. and yeah. um, um, So strap in. There's wine. A lot of it. Gonna need more. Yeah. Enjoy. <laughs> okay, so this episode is season three, episode two. Tammy Knows Best. Um, when Coach Taylor realizes that it's not Smash's knee that's holding him back, he comes up with a rather unique way of laying it all on the line. I hate this. <laughs> that's not <laughs> correct. It's not unique. That's not the definition of unique. <laughs> that's, that's not <laughs> also, like, literally, our podcast outline says Smash, who cares? Because that's how, like, inessential he was to this plot this episode, so... And that, that's, like, the number one thing that Netflix summarizer took away. Yeah. The Netflix summarizer doesn't care no, about anything normal. Shit. And also, like, laying it all on the line. That's, like, I doubt that's a football term. And, like, what yeah. line? The 50-yard line? The 10-yard line? What's he even laying down? <laughs> like, he's just, like, it's, like, smash, lost self-confidence. Now he has it again. The end. Also, he realized it wasn't his knee last episode. Yeah, this this is a repeat. Yeah. Well, we'll get there, right? Okay. You okay. will. <laughs> Where do you guys want to start today? Um. Well, we're gonna talk about. There was a lot of weird stuff in this episode, and it kind of jumped around weird. Um. But the takeaway is that there's a lot of stressful things happening. Mm-hmm. Um, especially again with Tammy and her new principal job. So we're going to go through some character development, some plot arcs and decide if we need more wine to get through it all. 
or if it's easy and we can be sober and clear-headed i doubt it (laughs) it is 2017 where everything's horrifying so yeah today was like the worst day it's just gonna keep getting worse yeah i was like i'm so looking forward to like just sitting around with some girls and like (laughs) being like in a comfortable safe space Yeah. yeah It's definitely warranted. Our heart goes out to you guys who are in the United States. It's horrible. We're here for you. Yeah. We're, Tweet also, at us. we're also terrified. Too. Yeah. <laughs> we're scared. Yeah, our prime minister. On us, we're terrified. Our prime minister is like getting sucked into like a vortex of He has evil. no backbone. He's just not ready. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I forgot about those commercials. It's true, though. He, they he's were right. Ju- he's just not up to the task. Nice Me and hair, Mary though. joined the Green Party today. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. It only cost $10. Wait, I don't think they're supposed to charge you. Well, you're like, donate to the oh, party. I thought, I thought you meant like you went into Green Party headquarters <laughs> and you're like, we want to support. And they're like, okay, cool. Here's the debit machine. <laughs> Yeah, it's $10, and then you get a one-year membership. And, like, they have a sick merch section on their website. There's visors. Visors, tote bags, buttons. Really? Golf shirts, you know. Well, I'm sold. (laughs) I get sold by merch. I have no no merch at NDP.com. They don't send me anything. No. I don't even have a button. Oh, my God. You need a button. For all people know, I'm voting, like, conservative every year. They don't know. I don't (laughs) know. I'm going to show them. I don't have a visor. That's for sure. You definitely need swag or, like, it's not a true political experience. Mm -hmm. Like, the Hillary stuff was, like, it was pandering, but it was also, like, their merch section was fully stocked. It was on fire. I will say this, too. Not not to play devil's advocate, but Trump merch. It's true. For, like, like all the rednecks in the middle of America... He had good merch for them. Like, and that hat, that hat's iconic. Yeah, the hat is iconic. They loved the hat. The hat will, like, be taught in fucking history textbooks. Well. Like, probably next year, because he'll change the history textbooks. <laughs> the only more appropriate swag he could have had than the red hat would be the, like, hemmed jean shorts. Like, the Costco jean shorts. Mm-hmm. Or a pair of, like, bright like white sneakers little with mega on the side. To put a hammer in. <laughs> yes, he had a little hammer loop. Yeah. Or new balances that he t- took off the end and he put on mega. He just put a swastika on it. <laughs> they st- yeah, they still buy it. They're like, I could always it's use just two an extra N. pair. <laughs> uh, uh, we definitely need more wine just to keep living. So yeah. We get drunk. It's like not even about Friday Night Lights anymore. We're like, and another thing. Let me tell you. Let me this tell is you a Friday Night Lights Trump. podcast, but only a little bit. Now it's just about politics. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? I feel like it's very, like, not to go on too much of a tangent, but I feel like... A lot of people in the Friday Night Lights universe would have identified with Trump. And I feel like it's the kind of thing, you know what, maybe the wine's already gone. To me. <laughs> it's kicked in. It's kicked in. I'm no, buzzed. You're right. But like you think about it, it's like, who would vote for Trump? It's like Tim, uh, Buddy, Tim, Buddy, Lila. Mac. Oh my God, Lila. Lila would. You know what Tammy the would do? I don't church. know if Lila would because she knows Santiago. Oh she, yeah, but now she doesn't know Santiago either. Yeah. But she only like she only <laughs> Santiago knew, who? She yeah. only like knew Santiago to like get back at her dad. It wasn't like because she understood the plight of like minority people in her yeah. country. And Buddy <clears throat> dropped Santiago like, like a hot potato. Yeah, exactly. Like he was once Santiago couldn't benefit him anymore. He was done. He like dropped him on the other side of the wall. Well, also they go from a George 
Bush presidency to Obama presidency right. in the course of this show. Like right now. Yeah, like this is the year where Obama's getting elected. Wow, that's so true. So we're going to need wine to get through mm-hmm. this. So we can kick it off with a very heartfelt, touching storyline, but equally stressful Yeah, Matt and super Grandma. Super stressful. So... It starts with grandma in the doctor's office, right? Yeah, and yeah. her blood pressure is really high. Did they say what number it is? They did, but I have to, I can't remember. What's a good blood pressure? Like it's 120 like, over 80. I was just going to say, it's something over something. Okay. It's not 2020 yeah. because that's your eyes. <laughs> and it's not, yeah, it's like something like, yeah, 120, uh, 150, something. I don't yeah. Know. It's, she, she was like in the danger zone. Yeah, they said that. Just the way the doctor said it, like he was like, it's uh, 300 over 40. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you could tell. Grandma Saracen's not in a good way. No. And she's not taking her pills because she doesn't like that they dry her face and like, make her look like a mummy. Like a mummy. And she's so cute. And she's like, I you know. know, I've always looked young for my age. I'm like, how old is she? That's the thing. When I was like, I'm like, yeah, she is young for her age. And I'm like, she could be 55. She could be 85. I don't yeah. know. Because, like, if you think about, like, Matt's mom, she's so young. Yeah. She's young AF. She was, like, she couldn't have been more than, like, 18 when she had Matt. I was going to say, maybe at the most, 21. So, it's, like, right there, if her mom is, like, kind of reflective of that, it's, like, 25 years older, then that's 40, 46? <laughs> <laughs> Grandma's 46. No, but, like, Grandma's... This is not a math yeah. podcast, no, either. Definitely not. But, like, if you... Then if you add Matt's age, which is, like, 17, oh, my God, 46 and 17. <laughs> but we're kind of looking at maybe, like, 65. I was going to say, like, 60, 65, because we're keeping she it does, on the young side. She looks older than that. She so looks She's also 75. just in her own head, and she probably thinks that everybody her whole life has said she's looked young for yeah. her age, but no one said that <laughs> one know. time. Yeah, You're like, right. I've convinced myself that I can pass for 19. So, <laughs> like, I understand where Grandma Saracen's coming from. Lately, I haven't been got, I haven't been getting ID'd at the liquor store, and I want to kill myself. It's depressing, yeah. I love not getting ID'd. I'm like, really? yeah, I look old. <laughs> <laughs> it's just when I do a lot of contour, Ooh. they don't, they don't ask. <laughs> that's well it's good it's fine it just means that you're like a strong like grown-up woman who can successfully contour your face so they know like no teen could accomplish that <laughs> actually teens are way more advanced than me in <laughs> contouring i'm have sure you seen, have you seen teens lately have you seen kylie <laughs> yeah she, i know she, i know she, she could contour circles around me <laughs> literally <laughs> she's a circular motion <laughs> Yeah. Um, I loved it when Matt said, so when Grandma Saracen obviously doesn't want to take her pills, she looks like a mummy. I love it when Matt's solution was like to hide it in a piece of cheese like a dog. <laughs> like, and the doctor's like, I can't legally do that. It's but like, not because but it's I like thought unethical. He was gonna be like, <laughs> he's like, it's because you're 17. He's like, come back to me in a year and you, and can, you can feed her cheese your grandma as much day. drugs as you want. <laughs> I thought that the doctor was going to be like, legally, I can't do that. But just between us boys or something like that. Yeah, he's like, you want to keep your grandma nice and easy to work with. Here's what you need to slip her. Don't put it in cheese. Put it in peanut butter. In her hot up, milk. up in her hot milk. Oh, my God. And, like, the options for Matt to be able to, like, administer her her medicine and have the prescription go to him so that he can monitor it is he has to be her guardian. But right now she's his guardian because Matt... Yeah doesn't really have like parents that are like in the picture right it's so horrible matt's life is so awful 
Yeah, and this, like, everything is so awful, and then this is, like, compounds everything 100%. Like, he doesn't want to do it, but when he sees that his, like, how sad his grandma is and and how much she loves Mm -hmm. him and loves being in that house with him, he knows he has no choice. He has to emancipate himself and become her guardian, which is psycho. I, like, I think back to what I was doing at 17, and it's, like... I wasn't a guardian of a senior woman. Again, Definitely so not. Heavy. That's way too heavy. Yeah. <laughs> or like, like nothing could have been farther. <laughs> yeah. You're like, well, speak for yourself, okay? <laughs> Some of us had to emancipate ourselves. And I was dressing like a senior woman. Does that count? Yeah. I was eating like a senior woman. All soft foods. Hot milk. <laughs> yeah, hot milk. Nap. Three naps a day. But we were also, like, we were really into tea. We were really into and tea. hot chocolate. Oh my god! I squandered my <laughs> youth. I'll, I'll never get over it. I should have been like wasting my best years smoking cigarettes while my lungs could regenerate themselves. Yeah. Doing drugs while my brain was still growing. I know I did all that stuff too late when my brain was already like, no, stop, don't, <laughs> don't. This is not a good I idea. I mean it. <laughs> yeah. No, please. <laughs> yeah. Uh uh, so and here we are. I know we're doing a Friday Night Lights podcast, and it's the only La- good thing in our lives. Laughing to keep from crying <laughs> at, the, at our current world. Um, so Matt has to make a tough decision, and he goes to Landry for help because because <laughs> Landry's seen it all. <laughs> yeah, he's murdered a man. P.S. <laughs> Landry's oh, new right. car is pretty nice. I was thinking that too, and like everyone roasts Matt for his like shit car that I guess broke down or something. So. But he has to go crawling back to Landry's. How like, did Landry sick. get a new car? I don't know if it's new. His dad probably bought it for him as a cover after he murdered that person. After he lit the other car on yeah, fire. Yeah, exactly. He was like, what? He lit it on fire. And then he's like, well, dad, how am I going to get to work? Or how am I going <laughs> to get to school? And he's like, oh, shit. Okay, like, well. Well, you know, you can have this sick Thunderbirds. No big deal. Yeah, he's like, I just, uh, it, I got it from the impound lot. It was just taken from a drug dealer. <laughs> yeah, he probably like, got it a as drug a reward kingpin. for him. Yeah. Like, pro- after he, like, did football. Um, he, like, he's oh, like a valuable yeah. member of he society. He scored like that one eyes. touchdown or threw that pass or did whatever the thing he does. So he borrows Landry's sick car and he drives to somewhere. I think it's one of those things where you just instinctually know where you're going. Like when salmon know to swim upstream to like where they were born. And he finds his mom's house. I think... His I mean, mom's house, which is like super dope, by the way. It's so cool. I was All like, the fucking plants yeah, everywhere. Plant hangers, I'm like, macrame. I'm like, Matt, look around. Your mom is doing so much better without you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Like, just sign those papers and get out of her life. She needed, she, at the time, she probably like needed to leave, like as shitty as it is. His, she needed to spread her wings. No, Matt's dad was is the worst how yeah. do you think he treated her no totally Not good. also we're looking at grandma saracen with like rose-colored glasses imagine grandma saracen when she didn't have dementia how much of a fucking headache she probably was and she's also probably with, the worst like i love grandma saracen but like the fact that she's like i want to watch cagney and lacy like <laughs> i'm sure that matt's mom was probably like i'd like to watch this episode of oprah and she's like get away from there that's my tv but also like grandma probably stood up for matt's dad because well when yeah when later in the the season when Shelby and Grandma meet each other, Grandma is so fucking mean. Yeah, they hate each right. other, or Grandma hates her. Yeah. yeah, and like which I understand, but it's also like chill, out, Grandma. He needs his mom to sign his emancipation proclamation. <laughs> <laughs> his emancipation papers. His oh, emancipation <laughs> documents. Yeah, serious legal documents. Yeah, and she. 
I think like her seeing him is what like she obviously prompts her later to like go mm-hmm. back and be with him. And she immediately is like, what? Like you have to be your own grandma's guardian and you're 17 <laughs> yeah. and your dad's in Iraq. That's horrible. And she doesn't yeah. really ask questions because she's like cool enough to just like do what he wants and let him be on his way, which I appreciate. Yeah, she's not going to start moment. like mothering him. I appreciate it in this moment because he just like he's on a mission. He needs to like accomplish his task like let him just like let him go he can talk about it later i have two things to say okay the first thing is the mom is from lost okay and it's very important because (laughs) she is in the episode where did you watch lost no i didn't and i have an aside to your thoughts so go ahead no i didn't watch it okay um so she's in lost and she plays sawyer's girlfriend when he is a con artist in a flashback and she helps him like do like con people at gas stations by pretending that he's like oh he wants this necklace it's like five hundred dollars and she's like great deal and then the other person's like oh like is it a great deal but actually they're just fake necklaces spoiler alert for lost Um, (laughs) that's the spoiler alert for lost the necklaces are fake (laughs) everything leads back to that um and the second thing is that someone pointed this out to us on twitter but her name is shelby okay yeah and tammy's sister is named shelly Oh, another fucking too close name. Shelby They should just have a spreadsheet of names. (laughs) Like a generator? Like an algorithm? No, a spreadsheet of names. So if they're like, what should we name this person? Check the spreadsheet to see if we've named something that's one letter off. Right. Is it the intern's job to check the spreadsheet? Because they've just continuously fucked up. Yeah. They well, lot no, they lost the spreadsheet, and then they've like made up a fake one, and they're like, oh, uh, the name here, it's um, uh, Veneth with a V. <laughs> That's the name you wrote down. And they're like, okay, sure, Veneth Smash Williams, sure, why not? Like, well, and also Smash's sister's name Noni. That's not a name. No. Yeah, yeah, not a name. No. Well. But what okay. I mean, maybe it's harder than we think. The it saga is. continues. Yeah. yeah. So like, no, but like, here's the thing. It's like instead of Noni, it's like I don't know. I like can't think Joni. Joni. I don't know anyone other than Joni Mitchell that's been named Joni. The baby on the affair is named Joni. That's weird. But spelled like I think it's spelled J O A N I E. Sure. That's weird. Um, I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> what I was gonna say about your lost thing so normally i can pick out a guest actress or actor and be like i know exactly what they're from kim dickens her her name allegedly (laughs) i was like check the spreadsheet yeah i was like looking at her and i'm like oh she's so familiar like where's she from i looks up i looked up her like imdb i'm like i've literally never seen her in anything although imdb told me she's in the walking dead which i've never watched an episode of oh she's in the walking dead I'm pretty sure in the newest season that's on Netflix. Sure. I, I, don't, I don't know. The only thing I recognized was I was like, oh yeah, she's in Gone Girl. I'm like... As what? For like five minutes. She's like a detective. I think. Oh, okay, like, yeah. yeah. But it's like one of those things where I'm like, okay. She kind of gave me like a Amy Madigan sort of vibe is. from um, Field of Dreams. But again, I was like, it's not Amy Madigan. It's Kim Dickens, allegedly, if that is your real name, Kim Dickens. No, she's like really memorable and lost. Okay. She's like, a, she's good. Is that in season one? Yeah, it must be. It's like Sawyer's first flashback. Yeah. Did you see it? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. 
<laughs> I believe you. I know it's a show about an island, but I never watched it. You should think about watching it. I've seen a bunch of memes and there's like a dog on it. And that's been like enough for me to be like, I'm interested. But then I never watch it. <laughs> the dog is like the ultimately the most important character. <laughs> All right. Yeah. No, I mean, of course it is. Um, okay. So, so he goes to see Shelby. Yeah. She signs his papers and I then he goes back to town and it's fine. Like, I don't really remember the resolution. I'm, I'm assuming he's like relieved a little bit, but also it's like, what is next for Matt and grandma? Mm -hmm. I'm Um, more concerned with how long he had Landry's car because he he told Landry he was going to bring him back by morning. And Matt is like driving around. The sun has risen. It's like eight o'clock in the morning. I'm like, Matt, you are not going to get that car back. How is Landry going to get to school? And then he gets... He gets back to town at night in time yeah, for Julie to be off her shift at like 10. Work. I'm an idiot, guys. He did it on a Saturday. Because don't you remember the... Don't you remember... I'm like, don't you remember the coach? Don't you remember coach <laughs> telling um, Smash, be like, be here Saturday night. Like, you better be uh, on that okay, field. Okay, so okay. he borrowed the car on like... Friday night. Friday night at like 2 in the morning and then drove all the way and then drove the car back on like Saturday night, I so guess. So he didn't miss any school. Smart. But still, he told Landry to have it back in the morning. You know what? It's like, Matt, don't jerk him around. Yeah. You know, he's got things he's to do. He's already doing you a favor. Yeah, he's letting you borrow his car. You're not on his insurance. Mm, if, you, if you murder a man in that car, you're screwed. <laughs> yeah, that car's already seen enough murder in. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so then he picks up Julie from work. Okay, so at the beginning of the episode, him and Julie like flirt a little bit in the back alley of Applebee's, as you do. Because Julie works there now. And I, I found their flirting really inoffensive, and in fact, I thought it was cute. I thought it was cute, and it made me root for them, which is something I would never, my soul hurts to say <laughs> that, but it's like, I rooted for them. I was like, yeah, you should be together. I yeah, made they're like, everything's water under the bridge at this point. It's enough times gone by. I made a note, though, that Matt is like extra sexy Squidward in this episode, because I think his face <laughs> is skinnier. Yeah, his cheekbones are more chiseled <laughs> are you saying sorry are you saying that he looks like sec, like like when squidward's Squidward? hot yes <laughs> it's like the like the best like a discovered thing like in the yeah. world he looks exactly like him That's yeah he so looks true. like hot squidward oh my god so when yeah. matt's on his way back into town he sees julie coming home from work from applebee's and because they're, they're like cool again um, he picks her up and is like driving her home from work and they're like there talking. was one annoying thing was when Julie when he was like oh I'm an emancipated minor now and she was like that's hot that's kind of hot <laughs> she says I'm it like, like that yeah and I'm like Julie come on he has to take care of his grandma well, then who has he, dementia he has to like, wipe grandma's butt that's not hot and then he's like well actually it's not that cool I have to do this 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 and this and she's like lol maybe it's not that hot <laughs> and I love how she's like can you like buy beer and vote and I'm like Julie you're such an idiot like you don't <laughs> of you course not know how, not like she's just so like the dumb. laws just all change for someone yeah, who's yeah you become an emancipated minor and you're like yeah I can rent a car now I'm 17 years old give me a car like <laughs> I mean I'll give Julie a pass on that because I'm feeling kind yeah that's nice of you <laughs> I'm feeling wait I'm feeling really kind I feel like if Julie's like a real person she's like feeling my energy right now being mm. like wow this is really nice of her and then it's like two episodes from now and be like write her out of the show <laughs> okay so I think conclusion is we're gonna need some more wine for a the stress and just the like kind of nervous feeling that this whole grandma Matt situation is leaving with us because we know it's, it's not, not gonna, over yeah it's not gonna end 
and we probably need a little more wine because if Julie's gonna like start getting story arcs again, if she's back in the picture. We're we need to brace ourselves. It's gonna be rough. A, there's a storm coming. <laughs> yeah, I'll get more wine. Okay, so the next thing that happened, we sort of talked about off the top because the Netflix summary loves the shit out of this, but <laughs> it's Smash again. The ongoing will they, won't they of this season of the university <laughs> admissions yeah. officer yeah. and smash will yeah we'll smash finally get together with university <laughs> will he finally make sweet love to university to scholarship <laughs> so uh spoiler alert yes and that's so, all that yeah well like i think that we need to do this justice because this is like the second last time we're ever gonna see smash it's true like we're gonna lose him soon not he's not gonna die or anything but you know what really bums me out about that whole thing too is it's like did gaius charles go on to like do something better or did they just write him out of the show i think they just wrote him out it was his time and it's like i get that but it also makes me feel sad though too because i'm like are they replacing him with like jd mccoy like I want Smash. I think, like, they started him too old, and then they never corrected it. Like, they never, right. like, in a few episodes in, like, l- like backtracked on how old he was, and then he just had to graduate. Yeah. I just don't know why... Th- like, I feel like something weird happened where the injury should have been, like, a longer thing. Yeah. Or they should have taken out where um, he got suspended for beating up those white kids in the theater. Yeah. Like they're mu- they're it's just there's two, like a timing it's two issue. Things so close to each other that are like so similar, and that's what every time we talk about Smash week to week, we're like, and another bummer thing that happened yeah. to him. Like he doesn't catch a break because it's just an onslaught. Mm-hmm. And so once Smash leaves, that's it for like people of color and Dylan until season four. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up. Yes, it's and it, it, they get re- and like you said, JD McCoy is now like the new character, and it's like you couldn't have replaced like that presence with like a worse. They couldn't yeah. even have replaced him with like a redhead. <laughs> they like literally replaced him with like a brown haired white guy. Like it's just yeah. like they who went- is like the be all and end all of like misogynistic. Yeah. It's like they He's went horrible. to like football factory and was like. <laughs> Give us your whitest man. They're like, here you go. He's got a white name too. J.D. McCoy. (laughs) That's a a name that the writers had to really think about. I think J.D. McCoy is like too on the nose because it's like juvenile delinquent McCoy. (laughs) (laughs) And he turns into a real J.D. Ew. This J.D. is a real J.D., am I right? But you know that his mom would like say that it stood for something like, just delicious. Ew. His mom is so weird. His mom is weird. I think we can all agree the mom i don't mind her the i mom feel gets like a good story arc she, later spoiler yeah. alert she has to deal with an abusive husband but the oh, thing man. is that she also like isn't as douchey like she we'll talk more about it next tolerable. episode she's oh, yeah, tolerable. True. but yeah i don't i don't mind her but she's yeah she's a little weird um, she's very into a facade she definitely voted trump oh, totally but she wanted to vote hillary i don't i doubt it no she would be no, like one called, of those no, girls that like hillary he bitch. can he can grab my pussy anytime. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, and she'd be like, you know, if Hillary could just keep her man on a tight leash, he wouldn't have had sex with Monica. Yeah. She's like one of those types that like still blames her for like the whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm getting way too deep yeah, yeah, into yeah. politics. No, you're right again. though. 
Um, so Smash essentially is still scared about playing football. Last week he overcame his knee. This week so he has at squash. At squash. This week he has to overcome his mind. And coach is like getting pissed off at him because coach is trying to get him a walk on to a university game and it's not really like going well. So I think coach is like stressed out and frustrated because he. Because he's, like, giving it his all, and Smash is, like, unresponsive. Right, and then because Coach isn't getting responses, it's like, well, fuck, like, something has to come along sooner, like, another opportunity is now blown. So, uh, Smash, like, tells Coach that the only way he can perform at his, like, maximum Smash capacity is to have a team to rally around and to, like, vibe off the energy. I know you think I can be who I was, but I think I was only great because I was Dylan Panther. I was part of something bigger than myself. This whole thing was like really clumsy to me. Like, oh yeah, they totally. could have even like dragged it out longer because just the way that like he meets with Coach in the Alamo freeze and he basically just like lays out all of his like psychosis on the table. Yeah, not it's psychosis. Like, that's not the, not the right word, but like his hang up, his yeah. mental hang up on the table, and he knows the exact words to use to describe it. It's like if you understand that well, then you should be able to get over it. Yeah, because he's just like, oh, coach, what would help me is if you did this and if this happened. Okay, bye. Like, yeah. let me know like when you solve my when you help me with that problem. But it was really nice when the whole team played together and Coach organized like a late night scrimmage and he was wearing shorts. Oh, yeah. Those shorts. Those shorts with that Heather Gray shirt. That's what I'm talking about. Coach looks skinny a little bit, too. Like, everyone's kind of looking like... Here's what I think. I think they must have got more money. Because Tammy's hair... Oh, my God. Her hair... (laughs) Also, like, maybe I'm reaching here or maybe I'm focusing on the wrong things. But Tammy's boobs Tammy's boobs looked crazy in this episode and she looked so fine I like wrote a million she, notes about it like I was like Tammy and her, like, either wrap dress yeah like I was like Connie Britton either got like she, she either took some money and got herself like a BJ a boob job or a boob lift or something I don't I, I think was, like, they she maybe... looked great she looked like she looked like she was like working with like wait who originally broadcast this show I always forget NBC NBC yeah feels like some a, a rep from NBC came like a get it right get it tight rep and was <laughs> like okay here you go take your paycheck and we're gonna go to this clinic but also it could just be a better bra I think it's probably because usually <laughs> it comes down to like you think you think wardrobe had more money they're like no we don't hair, have to give wardrobe you the Walmart I totally anymore. think so because yeah. like usually when shows we talk about this in Gilmore Girls like when you get that money the first thing that you notice is like people are just like looking fresher there's like yeah. a bit of like a like your clothes are the first thing that get and even Julie like Tyra has a whole new hairstyle Julie's hair looks fine all their skin's better <laughs> lila's skin is so lila's great. so beautiful not oh my to like micromanage her skin but it's like one of those things where yeah she got more money so they probably could afford to send her to a dermatologist like yeah you're right yeah i i there is something happening because everyone's looking a little bit more like glowy totally yeah so i think maybe like the direct tv money pooled with whatever money the nbc had left over for them they must have just like upped the budget in some way yeah Everyone was looking my fly. Guess. Yeah. So um, they all play a scrimmage with Coach in his shorts, and that, and then Smash gets like tackled by somebody, and he's down for a really long time. It's very dramatic because mm-hmm. um, they're like, "Oh shit, baby, are you hurt?" They call him <laughs> baby like sixty-five times, and they're like, "Get up, baby!" And then he 
is so happy that he got tackled because it reaffirms in his brain that like he's not afraid and he can play football and he got a touchdown and he got a touchdown and then coach informs him that he got a walk on for a texas a and a and you so he game. goes to the house yeah okay he and the way he informs him i all i wrote here with my notes is coach came in way too hot he came in coming in if, hot yeah he came in way too hot and he was like I need to talk to you. And I was like, oh shit, Smash has smashed doping again? Like, I was like, Smash is in trouble. And then he's like, I have got you a walk on. He takes the same name. I was like, shit, lead with that. Like, he, yeah, he led with he this, really like, scared Karina for sure. Oh, yeah, Smash Mama was like, oh, like, she like answered the door as if, like, they can't take, maybe he was doing kind of jokesy because usually when people come to Smash's door, it's always bad news. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I just felt, I felt kind of bad, though, because I'm like, damn, like, Smash just spent some time in the hospital. Like, don't play with that boy's heart like that. Like, yeah, it was pretty intense. But then I liked at the end when he, like, heard them celebrating and he just, like, cute. looked up He was smiled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was like, He's I like, did a good today. Because you know that, like, yeah. he means well. He does. Yeah. And it's really, like, he gets that little bit of gratification, but he didn't do it for himself by any means. He doesn't really get anything out mm-hmm. of it except that nice, warm, fuzzy feeling. Yeah. That's beautiful. So yeah, Smash goes out-ish on a high-ish note, a higher yeah. note than normal. And you know, he's probably going to do well at college. Totally. Like, you know. Maybe he'll go on to like uh, the, the thing. NFL. Yeah, the Super, the super Bowl. The Super Bowl. Both row. <laughs> the Deflate fiance Gate. show. <laughs> Tom Brady. Tom Brodo. Um, okay, wine time. Wait, do we need more wine after that? Why not? Oh, um, I think I'm okay, unless it's celebratory wine. Yeah, I could celebrate with some wine. You know? Okay. I don't need to, I don't need to, like, like, escape from the drama anymore. I'll get more wine. Yum. Okay, so this wine is generously donated to us by, um, our podcast baby, um, Kevin Hazelhurst, who you guys might know from his new podcast, Deja the View. His podcast all about the view. <laughs> Me and Mary were guests on the latest episode. It was like literally the so, most fun I had yelling about current events. Oh my god. I and yeah. It was really fun. So um he uses our equipment and then in return he buys us wine. So he bought us this bodacious smooth white wine yep. from Wine Rack. Love it. So let me tell you a little bit about it. Bodacious. <laughs> I know, I'm like, rich, yeah, crisp, dude, <laughs> fruit forward, and bold with aromas of tropical fruit, citrus, and peach. Same. So that's what it is. It's a blend of Pinot Grigio, Riesling, and Moscato. Cool. So it's super sweet. You know what it tastes like to me? I know that it's like all... Is it all wine? Because it tastes like those like girls night out like wine flavored beverages mm-hmm. to me. It's all wine, but I'm sure it's like probably has weird like enhancements yeah. to right. it. Because I was like drinking it and I'm like, oh, it reminds me of like, you know, Boone's Farms or whatever. And so I just started drinking it fast. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, no, this is like a full. full it's, this is all it's wine. wine. <laughs> this is not mixed with juice. <laughs> Um, I learned the hard way. <laughs> this is not mixed with juice. This is Doesn't not it cut. kind of taste like vanilla? Like it tastes more mm. like um, not as sharp as wine. You know what it tastes like, like to me? Let my sommelier nose lead the yeah, way. Yeah, I know. Um, it tastes like to me what 
body wash smells like. That's exactly what it does. It tastes like body like, wash. Yeah, like but without. Um, if you could drink but body one of wash those without ones, the soapy taste, that's but one of those like. ones with like ribbons of lotion. Oh, I love <gasps> the ribbons of yeah. lotion. A real holiday body wash, yeah. <laughs> stocking stuffer body wash. Yeah, a Bath and Body Works seasonal yes. body wash. Mm. Yes, I a body love... wash that you find at Value Village in its own bag because someone has donated it. But they like will sell it because it's not just like Jergens. <laughs> They're like, oh, this is fancy. We can sell someone. Will I have buy seen this. some gift sets at Value Village my last couple trips. I have. Yeah. <laughs> um, what would you rate this wine? Oh, geez, we have to do oh, this. Jeez. <laughs> well, we don't have to. We can just say it's bodacious and leave it at that. I think it's just like. Would an you say easy it's bodacious? Wine. I would say it's bodacious. Does it make you feel bodacious? Yes. Oh, yeah, I feel like strutting. <laughs> That's a different kind of wine. Don't oh, get them mixed up. Yeah, that's right, I know. <laughs> slinking, okay. I feel like slinking. Then. Um, Bodacious is like um, like a white woman cover band of um, Destiny's Child, and it's like Bodacious instead of Bootylicious. You've never said anything more true. <laughs> that's like, it's the nail on the head. The LCBO just stole that, and they're going to write it on the description thing for their shelf now. They're like, it's basically and goes well with seafood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, shrimp, shrimp and pastas, squab, squab. Oh, <laughs> oh, it's the lead. Okay, so we have a review review. Yes, and it's a review review, not a review review. Because these speak for themselves. They do. Okay, so there's three. Should we each read one? Yeah, that's a good okay. call. Can you read this one from nine days ago, Allison? Yes. Is this weird that we're making our guests read like no? I love about this. how okay. good we are. Now Wouldn't it be funny to say like, a review down. from me? I'm like Allison writes. Oh, <laughs> should I be reading this one? Um, sorry, the third one down. You said yeah. yes. One of my favorite podcasts ever. That's the one. Right. Five stars. I love, love, love this podcast. I found this podcast right when I started watching Friday Night Lights, and it's like having friends to talk about all the crazy craziness that happens on the show. Mary and Katie are so funny. I have to fight not to burst out laughing at my desk at work. I love it. <laughs> from, from... Wait, no, we don't say their name. I'm not going to say your name, but you know who you are. <laughs> uh, yeah, five stars. I love That's it. That's beautiful. I really love the one below it. I don't know if we're going to read that one out loud. No, we read it we last time. We already did that one. Just, <laughs> does the job. <laughs> it's like hemorrhoid cream. Well, did the job. Five stars. I, I love that it's person. It's like an Amazon review. <laughs> Call me person. I love your review. <laughs> um, okay, so this next one is As Good As Coach's Speeches. If you love Friday Night Lights and feel like there's a huge void in your life now that you're done watching the show, this podcast is for you. Mary and Katie are hilarious and so much fun. If you think Tammy's a national treasure, Tim is the best thing since sliced bread, and Julie Taylor is the worst daughter ever. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is for you. Thank you, Mary and Katie. Oh, that's really nice. Aww. That is great. Okay. And then there's one more. <clears throat> Lovely ladies, five stars. This one's gonna make me cry. <laughs> love the show and love the hosts. Sweet, funny, thoughtful women. And then the heart, the double heart emoji. <gasps> Ooh, they went above and beyond. That is the best. I'm not supposed to review it, but I like that review. I yeah. like all those reviews. That's like, They're all sincere. But thank you guys for leaving the review. And don't forget to, if you've left us a review this time or previously, to enter the contest. Yep. Go to our website for all the deets. Okay. Okay. So, back into it. 
Okay, this is a big one. Yeah, this is a doozy. Okay, so if you recall, last time, Tyra had to set the record straight with Princeber, Princeber. What the Vice, fuck? Vice Princeber? I was Vice trying to Princeber. remember. <laughs> the I was trying to remember his first, his full name, which is Clint Trucks. Yeah, that's another one of those names where it's like, that Impossible. is not a name that anyone has. Yeah. Trucks? Is it T R U X? Yeah. Yes. Like triple X. Or like um Kick Kicks from Brooks and Dunn. Mm. Kicks Brooks. Oh I just doubted myself as a major <laughs> hick just now. Red Dirt Road? No no Red Dirt Road. Your okay. dad likes that, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um But I'm just imagining it like yeah, T R U X. Hoot Scoot and Boogie. Yeah. Okay. So basically she had to Tyra had to prove to this Mr. Trucks that she wait, wait, wait. was worth everybody's time and that she could get into university and she's a strong, powerful woman and she was running for student council. So we find out that when she announced that she was running for student council, it was literally the day before the deadline was. Yeah, to... she really dropped the ball on that one. <laughs> I think I, she, I'm team Tyra, but I'm like, Tyra, stop. I think she added it at the end as like an like a just a another like, fuck came up you with it. and then she but was no, no. like probably when she had her meeting with tammy tammy was like this is a great way that you can do this and tammy's so overworked she doesn't know when the deadline yeah. is or True. um when landry was like adding up all of her like um scores and stuff and he was like oh well you're gonna have to get a you know 8.7 or whatever um i feel like it's one of those things where she probably was like oh yeah but colleges also like it when you have extracurricular yeah, totally. so maybe i can boost up my stuff by being on student council or whatever like did we do any extracurriculars i went to the juggling club one time because i wanted to fuck (laughs) (laughs) you you that i think the fact that you want to fuck a juggler (laughs) is like there needs to be a new podcast just called fuck fuck a juggler (laughs) um and then yeah but and then we invented a club that we um, got we wanted to like be in a picture in the yearbook so yeah. we pretended like just us and like a couple people that we liked so we were just what like we wait it was just the photography club but it didn't exist it didn't exist we never but had we one were meeting. just like yeah we're the photography club and we got in the yearbook and our teacher posed with us in the photo <laughs> and so, so she was like in on the joke yeah oh no um i was also that's a teacher choir. that we had beers with so it's fine yeah it's true <laughs> I was also in choir for a while. Oh, yeah. I was in choir, too, because I went to fuck. <laughs> it's all about fucking nerds when you're in high school. It's true. That's why I went to, like, the, um, I think it was called Christian Outreach, and it was, like, a lunchtime club. Oh, I went, I was it to... just everybody having sex with each other? No, they were all actual, like, legitimate Christians where, like, they weren't even, like, effing fingering each other i was like for whatever reason i got real shy at fingering but like they weren't doing anything but there was like this one boy that i was like oh i bet i can make kissing happen with him and then it was like once i realized that wasn't gonna happen i was like i'm not in this club anymore please stop asking and i'm an atheist (laughs) yeah p.s i was only in this because i wanted to like brush my the back of my hand against a boner (laughs) that's all you're allowed to do Thanks, Jesus. Yeah, but then all the other clubs I was in were all girls, so they weren't, like, sexually motivated. Oh, wait, we were in the ecology club. Oh, that was definitely not sexually motivated. No. Okay, so Tyra is, like, trying to go about, like, her campaign the legit way, and she, her and 
they're putting up posters and her and Julie are walking around like the halls, like handing out posters, being like, vote for Tyra, vote for Tyra. Yeah, like boring stuff. And someone vandalized one of her posters and like drew devil horns on it. It which, wasn't even that bad. They it was fine. peace sign earrings. Yeah, it was like I was like, it's not weird. like they drew. It's not like but they then drew they wrote like for a like, good time call, whatever. Yeah. yeah, that's like douchey. It's for douchey, sure. but I feel like that's not to excuse these jerks' behavior. But I also feel like for a good time call, I'm like, that's just so like I don't know. It it's would like be, cliche. Yeah, it would be different if they were like they described her like genitals on the poster in detail. That would be like crossing a line. I think. Yeah, I don't what know they did to Tyra's or what they did to Lila's locker in season one was way worse. worse. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so Tyra basically like goes to the principal, vice principal. She's like, like this is what's happening to me. I'm trying to legitimately campaign, and he basically just like roasts her for being horrible at, you know, for like being late and for not caring, yeah, and not knowing like the proper procedure. Like if you want it so bad, like you should have been more prepared. He has like a real hate on for her. He is a misogynist yeah, through and through. He's a drug. Yeah. Um. So she's like at home trying to brainstorm with Mindy and. Uh, Angela and Landry which is like the best like the A team but also like they're not giving her great suggestions until (laughs) oh my god yeah well Landry's making jokes like oh like a vote for tires a vote for hotness which is like the stupidest thing but then when he says it's a vote for action he meant it sincerely but Mm -hmm. it obviously isn't it's one of those things though this is like one like just just fine or not just fine but it's like reiterating the fact for me that like landry is like a capital n nice guy yeah i think and it's like he's just like, one fedora away he really dude. is like when he's like a vote for tires a vote for hotness it's like landry stop <laughs> don't don't yeah. do this landry don't go down don't this go path. down this road yeah yeah and then yeah and then tyra mama and uh mindy are like basically like yeah like shake what your mama gave you they're like, like well you are hot they're like you're a beautiful girl yeah. <laughs> no yeah they're basically like no mom- that's what the mom says oh well why not honey you are such a gorgeous girl i mean i would say smoke them if you got them it's like you're a beautiful girl and i say smoke them if you got them so then uh you see that that like evil genius look come over tyra's mm-hmm. face where you know that like she's gonna turn out something like- no but she but also angela like like pretty much like gestures at Mindy. She's like, "Smoke them if you got them." AKA, get strippers to go to your high school. <laughs> That's the code. And I feel like part of Tyra is like Tyra doesn't know who she is, and so she. I think part of Tyra thinks I'm gonna get deep here in a second. I think that part of Tyra thinks like my, who I am as a person is like sexy, easy. Like, you know what I mean? But it's, like, that's not who she actually is. But I think that for her, she was thinking, like... It's easy for her to, like, tap into it because... The way I look at it is she's torn between Tammy and Angela. Yeah, and I think that for her, she was thinking, I'm going to be true to... Like, I've tried to do this campaign the honest way. It's not working. So I'm going to be true to myself. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, what herself is isn't what herself is. Yeah, You know, like... So she's thinking that she's doing right by herself. And like she's like, yeah, this is me. This is Tyra Collette. But it's like, no, Tyra Collette is the girl before who complained about the posters. Like she just needs to like put in more of that type of Yeah, more and of it hours. also she needs to be like okay with being like just a goody two shoes, like not, you know, that person. Yeah, and she has to be okay with like be having like a quiet sexuality about herself. <laughs> quiet sexuality yeah like she's like i'm not telling her not to be sexy anymore but like certain people cough tammy (laughs) but the way i mean like i think that obviously she wasn't like 
using her brains to like win the election but she wasn't like this is the only thing i know how to like i don't think she was like looking at that i think she was being more um strategic and more sly and she was like this is what is going to make people vote for me and this is what i have at my disposal it's like this yeah i think it's like it's easy for her to like go back like to go there because she knows like how boys in her high school are Mm -hmm. and how they react and react and she saw that the way they like deface the poster so then she knows that they're like they're animals <laughs> and she knows like what her popularity is like she's been popular for so many years by being like mm-hmm. a sexy easy sort of girl so she's probably like oh yeah no this is how i can like get friends yeah. is basically being but also like this is how i can achieve my dreams if i have to use these like right. back channels to do right. it which is like what women have to do a lot of the time or like they're comfortable doing because they can play the system and like understand the system Mm -hmm. but what is not what is problematic is that she brings strippers to the high school and they're dancing on the table so i know that like and also her shirt says tyra gives good government which is hilarious like that's all good it's all good but like she should have gotten in trouble when she did because like it was inappropriate for a high school for high school to have adult women in their underwear and like i said i'm not i didn't zoom right in on this but it's where my eyes went but there was definitely there was definitely like labia outline and it was like inappropriate like it would be different if the strippers were dressed maybe more modestly like, no it, it's not appropriate for strippers to be at a high school no but it's if they were the like landing strip dancing tr- yeah it's fine like if they had like short shorts but they were wearing underwear yeah yeah so if they were if like they had a routine if she had girls from the landing strip wearing dylan cheerleader outfits mm-hmm. fair game right oh, and, totally and, and then it's like, like look look at society in a mirror <laughs> We should have been the fucking writer to this show. <laughs> um, so the vice principal, who obviously hates women, shuts down the whole thing, and he, on the spot, suspends Tyra. There's a weird part where he says, where Tyra says, um, like, Jenny's mom was handing out, like, cupcakes. cupcakes. Helping What's the her. Difference? And then the principal, the vice principal says, are you really that dumb that you don't know the difference but it to me it was weird i think that's a weird line to say are you really that dumb i thought it should be are you really that stupid but then like i feel like the network was like you can't like call someone stupid i feel like and they dumb, have to adr it i feel like you know what i mean i feel like dumb is like more hurtful to be I like i just don't it's think like that it, that's it, what it someone would say i don't know maybe if he really like i don't know I feel like that's like more like if you get called stupid I feel like people call people stupid all the time but if someone was like are you dumb like it's kind of just like it hits a little differently (laughs) (laughs) I don't know I think dumb is more mild really yeah because you're like though that's dumb like 90 like we've always said that already in the podcast like 10 times um but tammy stands up for her because tammy's probably like let me get to the bottom of the situation i know i again i know what tyra's like but, i know that girl but also tammy's tyramatized so it's like on like on the outside like i'm looking at this being like yeah you can't invite adult dancers to high school like you can't do that tyra like you know you can't do that and so it's like the fact that like the obviously you know principal boots trucks or whatever he like he really he went he was extra when he like suspended her but then like tammy being like i'll take care of this and he's like 
something like, oh, yeah, I'm sure you will. Or like, oh, yeah, you're going to take care of this. I kind of like felt the same way. I'm like, yeah, Tammy's not going to take care of this. But the thing is, Tammy's like, going to let her get away with it. Like, Tammy thought that they would have like a grown up conversation. Right. And Tyra would go like, oh, my God, I totally understand why yeah. I was wrong. She thought Tyra would learn. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Okay, yeah. But then. Yeah, because Tammy thinks she can solve any problem. Right. So Tammy's like, let's not jump to conclusions because I know what this, like, I know this girl. I know what she's capable of. And she's like, this is just like a blip and it's not indicative of like her overall Mm -hmm. presence at this school. Um, So then they have to go to the town hall meeting, which is so weird. We never had this in our student body government do you i don't even think we oh, we did i don't remember voting i don't remember speeches i don't remember anything do you, like yeah it was over the announcements oh that's why <laughs> oh, really we had an assembly i remember one girl did a presentation to dolly parton's nine to five. Oh my god and she was like did she win uh yeah but it was all a popularity contest like it didn't matter what you did like of course she was gonna win another girl sang a song she wrote herself she Wait, didn't this is for student council yeah it was a full thing. It was like an hour and a half um, assembly. The whole school's there. And I remember just being like, I hate this. I hate every moment of this. And Was, I was there like, any politics or was it all a talent show? It was all talent show. <gasps> yes. So and again, amazing. it was like, it was one of those Indicative things. Indicative of our current situation. Yeah, it was. But it was also one of those things too where like even as a child, like even as a dumb, dumb, dumb child, <laughs> I was watching it being like, this is a popularity contest. Like we know who's going to win. Like it's going to be the popular people that win and so it was like we're watching these presentations and i mean you're just like watching being like it's really sweet of you to write your own song and sing it with no musical accompaniment but like you are not going to win you are not popular enough like sit down stop what's happening and so it was just really weird and then yeah it was like everybody had a song people would have dances like it was it was upsetting (laughs) i feel like in our school it was really it really was like based on merit i don't remember well, I remember, like, obviously Greg being there in some capacity. But there was also just, like, I like student council wasn't, like, a cool thing to it do. It totally wasn't. So I, it wasn't, like, popular people trying to do I it. I feel like they had to, like, bribe people to run in the first place. Oh, really? See, in our school, it was, like, very popular. But it's because I went to a Friday Night Lights high school. Mm-hmm. So where it was, like, um, all the popular boys did football and all the popular girls did in student council and um yeah so it was just like a huge thing and like people were like really into it like when i was in public school i remember student council and i was on it so that i was tells on you it how too cool it was. oh my god but yes that one was based on grades so i was on that student council but then i got to high school and i'm like oh maybe i'll do student council here no i will not <laughs> it's a very different thing here what else happens to Tyra? So then at the town hall... Oh, fuck, that's right. So um, there's this, like, very, as you said, Tracy Flick girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I called her brunette Tracy Flick. So she's just, like, giving her all at, like, some fucking lame speech. She has a cool headband. She has a cool jean skirt. Oh, that's actually cool. Yeah. Um. So she was um, doing her earnest speech, and then um, the next question's for Tyra. And then she does, like, a Sharon Stone leg uncross and then walks to the front of the stage. <laughs> <laughs> but then she but she also does, like, um, an election-type thing where she's like, none of this even matters. Who cares? Like, mm. I just want to give you guys a good prom because nobody's going to get laid with... What does she call her? I forget. 
Oh, just her name. Never mind. <laughs> like, I thought she was like super rude and gave her I like think a it's name. Just the like, tone. Yeah, it was like Gretchen or something like Aww. that. And she's like, nobody's gonna get laid if Gretchen plans your prom. And I was like, well, it's true. Look at her. Because <laughs> it was gonna be in the gym. People are gonna get laid no matter what. It's teens. People yeah, get teens. They're gonna yeah, screw like in the bathrooms. Prom, like after prom like yeah it's not about a romantic bathroom between classes also it's like where does tyra want to have it at freaking seven senoritas or whatever (laughs) yeah like she's fucking applebee's or garrity motors like they're the only two venues in town yeah she's like i will not have it in the gym or wherever mindy got married pardon wherever mindy gets married where do they marry or where they have the speeches so there's like some hall oh yeah there's some hall in dylan that they always do like ceremonies at yeah. yeah okay that's that's legit that would be a that's like so much prom. more romantic it's like really easy to have sex if you go there <laughs> yeah um so yeah and then like to thunderous applause she says this yeah and tammy's in the audience being like what the hell like i just like helped this girl out two seconds ago and this is how she repays me kind of thing. She's, like, disgusted. So when Tammy, the next, I guess it's the next day or whenever, um, Tammy, or Tyra goes into Tammy's office being like, you're looking at the new president <laughs> of the student council. I loved it. She had, like, swagger. Right, because she thought Tammy would be like, congratulations, girl, like, you did it. Like, you pulled out all the stops, you do what you had to do, but Tammy's like, what the fuck? Like, you... Tammy went down the road where it's like you degraded yourself and stooped to this level. Yeah, like no one's arguing that she didn't like pander to like, yeah, like what? lowest common denominator. Yeah, but it's what society wants. But it's, uh, yeah, it's not her it's fault. That town wants. It's not her fault that society is the way that it is. It's not her fault that conforming to it, but like tweaking it a little is what gets you ahead in life. I yeah. think Tammy shows her boobs for no reason. And the thing is like, Tyra was in control of the whole situation. Is that a horrible thing to say? Should I bleep that out? Bleep. But now you know what I mean. Like, she's like, she knows how to play the game. It's like, it's That's like that. It comes all down to, like, the feminine wiles. Like, whatever the fuck that's supposed to and mean. And remember when she had to, like, go and, like, flirt with that guy to, like, get those hotel rooms in season one? Yeah. So, it's like, we know how we play those dudes like a fiddle every single day of our lives, Okay. And it's wrong that, like, it happened in a high school situation where there were minors everywhere, but Tyra, like, thinks that Tammy is going to be, like, cool with it because she did what she had to do to achieve her goal. And, like, isn't that what we're all... That's not, like, what the whole point of this is supposed to be. Right. But Tammy is mad that she... Tammy goes off. Because she basically put her ass on the line for Tyra to not get suspended by Mr. Trucks. Sounds like a porn porno actor. Yeah, but like a... Clint Trucks. Like a, a redneck porno trucks. actor. <laughs> Dump trucks. And, uh, and then, like, at the town hall was just like a... It's almost like she was rubbing her face in it, like her nose in it. So it's like Tammy got super mad. You know you sunk to the lowest common denominator to win that election. No, I... Mr. Trucks, I mean, he made it so Don't you even go blaming it on Mr. Trucks. It is time for you to start taking responsibility for your life. Well, Mrs. T, I was just doing what I thought I had to. And when I was standing out there in that quad watching you make an idiot out of yourself and everybody around you, I did what I thought I had to do by sticking up for you. Because I have believed in you. Now, I suggest you had better start earning back your self-respect and the faith that I once had in you. 
or you really will be on your own. I was like shook. She's never like, I'm sure she's gotten like that mad at like her fights with Julie are like legend, but like, Especially because to Tyra, like they have like the like more of a friend relationship, yeah. so she's never like, had to see her like, like play that. the parent. I feel card. like there's more on the line though with Tyra and Tammy's relationship. Like I feel like with Julie's relationship, Julie's such a wet sponge that it's like who cares. But it's like with Tyra, it's like this is like a real person with like real potential and like and now also because Tammy's like, also it's like so precarious mm-hmm. and Tammy's struggling through this like job now and has to make all these decisions where she can't like make such public like stand up for someone so publicly and then have them like walk all over them mm-hmm. as a result yeah there's a lot going on so there's unresolved tension because tyra just leaves the office the look on her face is just like she's like oh shit i feel like tyra's like never let someone down before like that's what kind of what it looked like is that she was just like oh my god like this is what letting mom down is. it's true because they both in that in that moment they both kind of realize how much they really care for each other because you yeah. only like get that riled yeah. up when you love someone and you need to like make sure they don't like fuck up their whole entire life yeah, yeah and exactly. angela is like happy when tyra like does well and then happy when she just like doesn't do well oh yeah mm-hmm. it's like anything is just like baby girl like you tried your best <laughs> and that's nope. like also very beautiful yeah because it's just like and Mindy's both, like fine. Both moms, both moms, both moms love her like unconditionally. <laughs> yeah, we you know? always like make fun of Matt because coaches his dad, but Tammy's Tyra's mom. Yeah, yeah. No, I love them together. I felt so bad for Tammy. Like I felt bad for both. Yeah, but yeah, I think Tammy was like. I think after she like had her speech you could kind of see like regret on her face but she's like okay maybe she didn't deserve like that harsh right but she it was like she just like let it like there's all those other tensions and stress right with the jumbotron mm-hmm. which we're going to talk about so i think it all just came to the surface and she probably didn't mean to like unload so much on her it yeah. just happened <laughs> are we gonna need more wine for this yeah i need more wine big time that was really upsetting and when we Tammy yelled at us. <laughs> I felt it. I felt it through the TV. She's yelling at women everywhere. Women yeah. kind. I'll get more one. We're already at an hour thirteen. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wrap Let's it knock up. this out. Oh, Actually, yeah. well, there's a lot to talk about. Yeah. Well, we gotta talk about Tammy and the jumbotron next on the heels of um, all the stress that she's, she's going through with Tyra. She's tired. <laughs> but you know what? I feel like Tammy and the Jumbotron can be like summed up as thus. Tammy did something that was anti-football and people got mad. People got so mad. Like, that's true. That was like, that's like the, like, that's all it was. It was like, Tammy made a decision that did not have football at the heart of it and people went, lost their fucking minds over it. Yeah. The mayor was in her office. Oh my God. The mayor like, was so mad. Yeah, Mayor Rodell, she thought that, Tammy thought that she could, like, be, like, woman to woman, like, our kids need help, but obviously she's the mayor of a football town, the only thing she cares about is football. That, like, is all, like, all dollars, like, anything that football team generates for their town. So it's, like, a direct continuation from last week when, like, the money is given to Tammy, for the jumbotron and at the very end of the uh, last episode she tells buddy like i'm not going to use that money for that i'm going to reallocate the funds 
So this episode starts out with her, with I guess that story kind of like coming out in the oh, community. Oh yeah, she's getting um, interviewed by a woman that sounds exactly like Macy Gray. <laughs> she's like, be honest, like wasn't there some like weird stuff with you and your husband? <laughs> Yeah, I was like, this, where, where, where is she from? Did she fly in from another state? I know, she's definitely not from around there. No, no. Um, and uh, Tammy's, like, excited because she thinks, like, she's going to get more support. Like, she thinks that people are going to take her decision yeah. well and that she's making the right call. And like we've said one billion times, in principle, it makes sense. And she's following her heart. In principle, she didn't break the law. She was allowed to make that decision. But, well, before they even get mad at her, right? Like, they, she sees the um, the article come out. She's waiting up at night yeah. for the next day's issue. And she issue. thought it was going to be such a fluff piece, yeah. like, Tammy Taylor, savior of the school. Yeah. <laughs> Tammy Taylor, white savior, once again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tammy Taylor buys chalk. <laughs> <laughs> Tammy Taylor, feminist icon. Yeah. <laughs> That's like if we had a newspaper. Yeah. All those headlines would be true. Yeah, Tammy Taylor, <laughs> beauty and brains. <laughs> and um, then boobs. It, yeah, but then it comes out and it's like, Tammy Taylor, football Nazi. Like, it's like so hard. Yeah, it's like divorce. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It's like Tammy and Coach. Trouble in paradise. On the rocks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there's a picture of Coach yelling and Tammy yelling. I mean, like, it looked like TMZ. Yeah. It was like Texas mile zone <laughs> yeah it was like texas murder zone yeah jammy looking upset coach looking upset like it was the best composite picture they could have used and then coach says i'll get more white yeah. um, which yes we all we so all require he's the best husband there's so she is ta- she's also talking it out with coach right like he's try like she he's really trying hard to like support her mm-hmm. and not because she's not asking, like, what's everyone else... What does everyone else think about this? She's just like, oh, everyone's so dumb for thinking that I'm wrong. Yeah. But he's like, well, like, this Ooh. is the way it's always been done, and this is how other people are taking it. And he, I think that he is, like, really diplomatic about it. I mean, I don't want to weigh in on the decision right now. Because I don't want to tell my wife who I love and who I believe in 100% that the first major decision that she made at that school could be construed by some is questionable. Yes. There's one funny part. I came up with a joke while I was watching. <laughs> that they're lying, they're in bed and then <laughs> Tammy's like, "Well, what do you think about all this?" And then Gracie starts crying and he was saved by the Gracie bell. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Oh my god, that's beautiful. <laughs> Five stars. Yeah, five stars. Uh, yeah. I love the greasy bell joke. Five stars. <laughs> um, he really does choose his words wisely, though, because he doesn't... For the first time in his whole life. When he when he has to say, like, a whole sentence about this issue, it takes him 15 minutes because mm-hmm. he really picks he every doesn't, word. Because he believes in her right to, like, be a principal. <laughs> Totally. He but, wants to see her succeed, but he's also like, you're dumb. That money should have gone to the Jumbotron. But I also don't think that he cares about the Jumbotron, but he just he knows. He says he doesn't. Yeah, he just knows that, like, if Buddy gave you money for a Jumbotron and the mayor is, like, such a football mayor, like, and you know the town you live in, this is, like, to be expected. Well, it's like, but I get what yeah. you're, 
your... Well, it's like one of those things where, like, if you're... Let's say you're, like, a kid and your parent gives you an allowance, right? And they're like, you know what would be really great is if you could put that money in your, like, bank and save it up and maybe buy something, like, nice no, or whatever. No, everyone was and buying push pops, okay? <laughs> you know, that's what I mean, though. It's like, then you take your allowance out and you're like, I want, yeah, a baby bottle pop and a ring pop <laughs> and push pops. And then you come home and your parents are like, okay, so here's pop, the thing. Pop. Yeah, we didn't think you were gonna... <laughs> But, like, <laughs> but it's like yeah they're like we didn't think you'd spend it on garbage and you're just like well you know what it's my money I'm spending it how they want and then your parents being like okay so you know what here's what's up you're not getting an allowance anymore or they're like we're gonna you're gonna get your allowance but we're gonna put it in your bank account oh, yeah. for you yeah exactly so it's like that sort of thing where it's like yeah like Tammy technically is allowed to do it that what she wants but yeah according it's also to like, the bylaws she didn't do anything wrong but yeah. she also like betrayed their trust and there could have been a way for her to like do a leslie nope and schedule a town hall meeting or something yeah, and then before except before came, allocating before this happened because yeah. we'll put it this way if tammy went to the boosters and was like hey guys okay by the way how much do we think that check was for for the jumbo trunk we decided I'll tell you what it was, i think it was we decided it was two hundred thousand dollars like one or two hundred thousand yeah i thought 102 at first i was like 50 and then like no it's gonna be more than that because she was like that's a lot of zero exactly so i was like i got an extra zero on there but like i feel like if tammy (laughs) went to the booster and was like hey guys can i get a hundred thousand dollars for chalk and soap they'd be like fuck no tammy no yeah we're not giving you that money she definitely jumped the gun like she would have at the same time coach says in his speech like there's a difference between she there's a difference between allocating part of it to academics and allocating all of it to academics like that's an insanely huge amount of money that you just like didn't do what it was supposed to do and also tammy's not thinking ahead either because it's like so let's say she takes this hundred thousand dollars and spends it on chalk and textbooks and soap right getting the spanish teacher back that speaks spanish what's she gonna do the next year like they're still they're gonna be out of chalk and textbooks and like a spanish teacher and again and she's not gonna have a hundred thousand dollars she's like blowing her load all at once (laughs) it's like have you seen that meme where it's like a poster at mcdonald's being like after tax time being like attention employees we know you just got your tax return and we know that it's tempting for you to quit but just remember (laughs) that money will run out eventually and you will need your job back please they're like if you need time off to spend your money just let us know but don't quit and it's like that sort of thing where it's like tammy like don't spend all that money on education because it's pointless because it's also like you scratch your back i scratch mine so like if she had done the jumbotron but she's like you know what else would be great if you guys could just acknowledge that we have a problem right with our academic which is why you get a business case you have a town hall Mm -hmm. you say you know you guys do a lot for our school you raise this much money i like i know what you want here's what i want we have to come to some kind of understanding at some point to get this to be okay but she just took it into her own hands and it was buddy's money and buddy and the boosters money yeah so tammy just is like getting hated on by everybody and she's not used to it and she's also made her like first like weird mistake as a principal like live and let live or whatever but she's taking it kind of hard and especially when buddy said that the funds are now frozen Mm -hmm. it's just saying like this it you're not this isn't going to work out the way you want it and yeah. now everyone's mad at you the mayor also basically threatens oh her my and God. is like watch your back tammy basically oh my God, she says something like she's like i'd hate for this to get 
something like ugly yeah 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 yeah. it's like oh my god like she's serious she wants them she wants to watch football on the screen yeah so bad so badly (laughs) and like on the outskirts of this whole fucking situation is buddy garrity the like instigator the holder I of love the check his face when he's when tammy and the mayor are like having it out and buddy's like on the couch and he's just like grimacing he's like that donald trump mean where it's like like where his face like changes a million oh times. where he looks like a cartoon dog <laughs> <laughs> he like yeah so buddy is having the mayor sort of like fight that fight for him and he gets to just like take it all in um plus buddy's having like a weird time this week and he's being really mean to everyone so he's just like buddy garrity has a major boner for that jumbotron and there was a lot of things that came between him and the jumbotron and it made him real ornery yeah (laughs) yeah sometimes buddy's like happy go lucky but not this week this week he was gross but do we so the tammy stuff oh true okay gonna wrap it up do we need more wine for Tammy, yeah, because Tammy needs all the wine in the world. God, Tammy needs a lot of wine. And Coach is going to bring it to her. So if he's bringing her wine, he might as well bring us wine. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what I say. <laughs> wine, please. Yeah. <laughs> um, now Buddy. Okay. So Buddy, he's embroiled in the Jumbotron drama. But also his own personal drama with his daughter who's not living up in california with that vegetarian p.s that's he would have voted for jill stein yeah what buddy kevin Kevin. oh god yeah kevin i'm like buddy no (laughs) no 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 no. that's buddy and also pam that's like the old weird apartment isn't it that like tiny glass table and that dark lighting it's the same yeah it's buddy's same apartment Yeah. yeah so he didn't move back into the house no last time it looked like the house so then how the fuck did tim sneak into the apartment oh my god and sneak out of the apartment i was watching that and when like when lila's like shh don't he, he, he don't say anything i'm like we we live in apartments we know how easy it is to hear things in an apartment i can hear my neighbors like down the hall watching tv <laughs> but he definitely heard gross tim riggins like grunting around he heard like tim riggins taking a morning like dump <laughs> he heard tim riggins like roll out of bed and be like <laughs> like so it's like i love that she's like Shh, whisper it's like no your dad is aware like he he has to know he but he has to know i guess that's why he freaks out and he's like are you on birth control lila yeah he definitely knows that they're fucking because like also he just knows tim riggins and he knows that he's irresistible to the ladies it's true he likes to sow his wild oats no one just holds hands with tim no. riggins and you know tim riggins doesn't wear condoms like if he can if he can help it he doesn't wear them i mean not that i blame him i would i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go any further with that <laughs> but like basically it's like tim riggins is like one of those guys who yeah i'm i'm shocked he doesn't have kids yeah like when it's yeah like, and like i'm sure lila's on birth control because she seems really responsible oh but no because can i tell you why i don't think she is because lila met jesus lila's over jesus i know she's over, I know she's over jesus but i feel like no you know what you're right she probably went and got on birth control you're right yeah because because tim like probably convinced her to he was like hey These babe condoms are too tight yeah. i don't like wearing condoms babe you should go on the pill it just sensitizes me it's like plus your tits will get huge babe <laughs> oh my god your her skin will clear up yeah oh, oh that's oh hi okay yeah 
Tim Burgans is the dude that like says like yeah I'm putting on a condom and then like snaps it but it's like it's not actually on his dick. You mean like Julian Assange? (laughs) (laughs) Politics. Also topical. Also very topical. Um. Anyway, so Buddy um is mad that Tim and Lila are together, but he also has a budding romance with. Uh, Joe, McCoy. Joe McCoy, JD McCoy's insane asylum of a father. <laughs> yes. And he's a true demon. Oh god, from the depths of hell. And Buddy like is really wants to impress him and like just get like just get with the McCoys. Yeah, he wants to like be be in their pocket, them in his pocket, etc. But I don't know if they actually like each other. I think it's just like, we need this beneficial relationship. I think Buddy likes rich people, too. Like, Buddy seems like one of those people who, like, wants to hang out with other rich people. Even though, like, Buddy's, like, he's well off, but he's not, like, McCoy rich, you know? He doesn't have that McCoy money. Yeah, he ain't McCoy rich. But, like, yeah, I think that he, like, wants to do all the country couple stuff and go to restaurants and, you know... Yeah, like demand porterhouses. Yeah, things. that was like definitely a oh, show. This is this is like just my one note on that on uh, Buddy and Lila. So when Buddy and Lila are eating dinner and he makes dinner for her, right? And he puts the dinner down and he's like, "That's forty dollars worth of like steak or whatever." That dinner looked like dog food. <laughs> <laughs> that did not look like a forty because they dinner. all pan fry steaks in Dylan. But it was like great it was so gross i also like think that it's really problematic whenever parents like inform their children of like how much money they cost them like in any capacity it's just like it's like i'm feeding you but this is what your it tab gives is them like a complex to end all complexes so like it's like we get it buddy you spend some money on some disgusting meat yeah. like we get it buddy you went and, you went and drop 40 bucks on some dog meat steaks for your daughter and then when the mccoy yeah so the mccoys like invite him and lila out for dinner to a really fancy haunted haunted mansion plantation restaurant in the middle of a field and it's again really fancy really like a show of everybody's wealth um and lila brings tim to the chagrin of literally everyone in the world and tim looks like a bible salesman like, he looks like somebody who is on parole, and the only job he could get is Bible salesman, so he has to wear a suit, but he, like, looks like underneath his suit, he has, like, prison tattoos. So he just, like, is uncomfortable, and is pulling the classic, like, a Jess boyfriend trope, where it's like, I don't do parents, I don't do dinners, yeah. I don't do events, I don't do fucking bot He's mitzvahs. He's like, I don't do napkins, I don't do pants. <laughs> yeah, it's not that hard He's like, to just I like burgers, go to steaks. a dinner. And, like, you don't have to really talk to anyone. And then when you act and like... it's a, an early dinner, so you get the whole night to yourself. And then when you act like yeah. a fucking tool, your excuse being, I told you don't like fucking dinners. Like, no, you're a, an asshole. Yeah, you're being, you're being so rude. And it's so true when, like, Lila was, like... But actually, Tim isn't really an asshole. He just is, like, in the wrong place, wrong an time. Idiot. And but, he's intimidated by Buddy. But when it happens to Jess and Rory, Jess acts like an asshole and blames it on the fact he doesn't like grandparents. Um, so they go to the restaurant, and it's, like, a, just a... Like, they're trying to show off, like, Buddy is trying to, like, show off his daughter and build a relationship with J.D. McCoy. They're like, well, Tim being here sucks, but at least there's, like, the football connection. Yeah, and they totally could talk about football. And when they ask him a bunch of questions about football, he gets all nervous and he doesn't answer them. Because, yeah, because Buddy, like, cornered him before Buddy the got, dinner. Buddy got in his head and, and was, was like, like, don't 
don't screw this up for me, you screw up, you stupid redneck. He threatened him and said he would hurt him if he ruined his relationship with J.D. McCoy. Like, that is psycho. He didn't even say the same thing. He was like, he didn't even say the same thing about Lila. Like, he's just like, I don't like you dating my daughter, but if you screw this up for me with J.D. McCoy, I'll kill you. Like, I was like, oh God. I was watching with Joe and Joe was like, how, like, what's, what are you going to do to Tim? Like, I don't know, like, punch him one time. Like, but, like, impossible. <laughs> you know Buddy looks like? His fist a choker. would, like, bounce off his mm. chiseled body, looks like he and that would choke. be the end. Yeah, Buddy looks like he would try to choke Tim, and then Tim would, like, try to, like, Tim would, like, push him off. Tim would hold him yeah, with like, one hand, yeah. and then Buddy would, like, yeah. do this, the thing. Yeah. Um, but, this is a visual <laughs> joke. <laughs> but the um, evening... Um, like basically the climax of this whole entire experience is that Tim orders like some fancy ass meal off the menu. He gets confused. It's like showing the menu and it's like scanning and it's like it's all over the place. It's like looks like you're like he's all dizzy and he's yeah, like he's oh, freaking what's out. What's food? What's letters? It's like he forgets how to read English and he just picks the first thing that he sees, and which he is orders squab. Which apparently is pigeon, and then he to make it extra crazy, he orders it rare. <laughs> so he basically asks for a just a plucked pigeon that's been warmed slightly, and everyone goes like, "Okay, your funeral," and no one helps him or corrects him or lets him know the deal. They just like let no, him suffer Katie in McCoy silence. Is like, oh, like honey, she's are like, you "Are you sure, hun? Are you sure?" But that's just patronizing, and Tim is of the impression that he needs to like man up and like do something. Like, you know... He's, like, a big gesture. Yeah, so he's if like, he orders, oh, like, he, squad. Yeah, like, he just thinks, like, well, yeah, like, if you're telling me, because it's, like, a, am too much of a baby to eat this, and I'm gonna order it, and then I'm gonna order it rare. If if they were, like, Tim, it's a pigeon, he would have been, like, oh. But to be, like, are you sure you don't want to, you want to eat that deer? He's gonna be, like, of course I do. Right. Well, I think they just thought he knew. Mm. And Tim he was, was trying putting, to be fancy. Tim was putting on airs with that jacket. <laughs> they were like, Tim Riggins is wearing a jacket, so he must want that squab. Um, and Lila and him get into a fight after the thing. Where, where Tim bring, brings up what we've been saying the whole time. He lays it all out on the line. That she's trying to change him. And of course she denies it. And she's like, no, I'm just trying to make you into a person that doesn't eat raw pigeon which is like very she's deflecting yeah, no, do totally. you think she's trying to change him yes. oh yes okay <laughs> you don't i'm like hopeful i like think that she just is accepting him for who she he is, is. she's I been know. trying to change him since I, day one i think she's trying to change him but for like the better like i think that she sees that like timurgans could go to college timurgans could be like something but, but if that's not that's his not trajectory then why does she she can't like the change him the second that he that's gets true. that offer letter she's like i'm gonna get my laptop and write a response she doesn't ask Ask him she's like a helicopter he, mom. She doesn't ask him what he wants or what he thinks. She thinks she thinks for him, and she thinks that like obviously he needs my help and and wants it no matter what. Mm-hmm. And he calls her out on it, which is like kind of brave because like he got her, he like submitted to her so that they could be together, and then she you know did a very public display of their relationship. So he's like was like you're a fucking piece of shit to me and they get into this really big fight about it um but i guess she probably sees that in herself and she comes like crawling back with takeout to the burger cheeseburger yeah it's a cute gesture but i don't think ultimately like she changes her behavior no 
She just like wanted to apologize and she knew he didn't eat. She's like prolonging the inevitable. Like they're not going to be together forever. And it's like they're not well suited for each other, but they're just still like. There's just like the chemistry. Yeah. There's like white hot football love between them. I yeah. don't blame them for that. No, they're both the most beautiful people in Dylan. Mm-hmm. Word. So do we need more wine? I need wine to wash down that squab. Word. <laughs> I'll get more wine. Um, and I think that's it. Yeah, I think we can wrap it up. Okay, well, thanks for listening. Thanks, Allison, for being on yeah. again this week. Thank you so much. I really loved that episode because <clears> it was <throat> deep and there was lots of parts to it. And I got <laughs> I found out that Grandma Saracen's favorite show is Cagney and Lacey. You learn something detectives? new every day. Mm-hmm. Okay. True crime aficionado right there. there. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, um, you can always follow us on twitter at clear eyes pod you can follow us on instagram at clear eyes pod um and on facebook.com slash clear eyes pod and our website and the information for the contest is at clear eyes full hearts plus booze.com slash contest if you leave a review and want to enter awesome bye bye, bye.